The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! The private party forgot that Roosh is the alpha male of this equation, in my opinion. He's the alpha toro. And coming up next Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite. AEW debuts in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And it will be Chris Jericho looking to defend the Ring of Honor World Championship. Coming it's former world champion Brian Danielson. All of that a part of our Toronto, our Canadian debut this Wednesday night on TBS. And I got a surprise to reveal later on in the show with Shivani about this match. Danielson Jericho 3. It's going to be another classic. You saw the firm looking on as the tag was made to Isaiah Cassidy and Claudio Castagnoli. And Castagnoli comes in the big uppercut. Scintillating uppercuts. Every one of them spot on the button, right in the sternum, right under the chin. He extends his legs, gets the leg power in there as well. This is one of the greatest technical pro wrestlers in the world. Well, the ultimate again, competitor. Also one of the strongest. The man is just, his power is off the charts. And with the man the size of Isaiah Cassidy, Claudio Castagnoli could hit this giant swing for hours, but Mark Quinn with a oh, great no. assist. And oh, 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 strength right there. He might swing them both around. Claudio with Quinn up on their shoulders. He catches the boot of Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, oh. oh my gosh. He, he's, he's not, he can't be thinking this. Oh, I know what he's thinking, and he's gonna do it too. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. With Mark Quinn on his shoulders. shoulders. Isaiah Cassidy is never before I've seen anything like this. Look at this, it's amazing. Private party going for a giant swing here in DC. How fortunate am I to hang around with such wonderful competitors? No, I'm lucky at they. Now, Claudio. It's not like you to be funny, Chris. That's a good one, wasn't yes. it? Claudio looking for the recall. Oh, oh, wow. A headbutt to the jaw. Oh, Marksley the cutter. 
Headbutts are so effective, some guys have used them very well. Oh, the double kick. Oh, probably, yeah, Private Party just rocked the world champ, but Wheeler Yuta diving crossbody. Pushed his partner out of the way and took it himself. Isaiah Casting, now the bypass, Claudio Castagnoli, the Chambersor, the tilt the world backbreaker spiked. Cassidy, boom! Oh, my goodness. The short arm lariat, Wheeler Yuta now legal. Black Pool Combat Club hitting on all cylinders. Diving splash by Yuta, the cover. Oh! Ooh, Roosh, the face oh, kick to break it up. Oh, the kick. Kick right to the face, that beautiful. And now Roosh taking down all three members. No, he's not. He took down two of the three. But Moxley fires back with a big lariat. Austin flies well. Look at that one. Mox taking a chance. The brother in the front row with the red shirt gets the, the close-up of his life right there. Now inside the ring, Wheeler Yuta. Oh, wait! The gouge of the eyes by Isaiah Cassidy, just sheer desperation by Isaiah. Once again, you gotta do what it takes, like Regal said. Go to Wheeler Yuta sends Quen to the outside, but Quen on the stage. Silly string. Oh, oh no. The silly string. Whoa. Blocked by Claudio. Strength. Power. Oh, and control. And that's <laughs> European uppercut once again. And Mark Quinn comes flying in at Wheeler Yuta. Yuta, the underhook. And now transitions over. And Short on scissors. No, yeah. oh, no, that's a bicep slice. And that's a bicep slice. Yeah, Yuta. The left arm is in, he's hooked in. That's the difference. You got him. There we go. Whatever it was, he got him. Winners of this match by submission, the team of Wheeler Yuta. Gladio Castagnoli and John Moxley, Blackpool Combat Club. Mr. Ross, man with the mask, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Thank you and good night. Good night. Me. Good night, Lord what about Regal. You? Damn it. And we just kicked off our broadcast with one of the best trios in the entire world with the Blackpool Combat Club. Comes charging in. How's it? Doris! Combination, risky business there from Death Triangle. Ray Phoenix covers two and no! He, he didn't hook the leg! Gorilla Monsoon taught us since the 80s you gotta hit the hook the leg. It's a great call, Chris Jericho. You're right. After all that offense, failing to hook the leg, it makes a difference. Phoenix hammering the back of number 10. Nothing to do with 10's back. I can tell you that. You're right. 10 reverses that one right around. Here comes Johnny Huggy! Makes a tag. That's exactly what you did not want to have happen. But man on oh man, I can watch these two guys compete every day of the week. Watch these guys throw forearms into each other's faces on a Friday night. It looks like Newcastle on a Friday night right there. Or Long Island. Pump kick. Exchange. John Silver charges in. Pack the rebound. Oh, man. Suplex. Huggy says, I ain't having that. That's your right. momentum. Yeah, came right back up. Oh, backslide, but Silver. Oh, through. Quick leg. Johnny Huggy can use those legs. Look at that strength. They can win it. Deadlift, Brainbuster. One, two, it's all. Oh, wow. Beautiful. So close. That strength he used to just drag him straight up in the air. The deadlift by John Silver into the sheer drop brain buster. Very nearly one dark order of the championship. Great, great execution by Johnny Hunky. Great execution. Just did not get the pin. Great execution and a great match here on a Friday Night Rampage. Absolutely. And we got more to come. Our first of four championship matches oh, here tonight. To and yes, Silver almost had eyes in the back of his head. Fans were chanting Brody's name just a moment ago. 
Maybe the will Dark Order to the win. Almost certainly is now Silver. Silver and Vance inside the ring. Reynolds is the legal man for the Dark Order side. Could be looking for the pendulum bomb here on Ray Fenix. Fenix escapes. Uh, yeah. Very elusive is the ultra-talented Ray Phoenix. Oh, he knocks him off the apron, the double, he tried for the double cutter, whatever it was, it didn't work. Went for the double cutter, and now Phoenix is trapped. Oh, nice. The pendulum bomb. We got new champs, too. Oh! What a great move. What's that one called? It's got with a loop-de-loop. -loop. Pendulum bomb, but... Okay, it was a good one. The little Latin loop-de-loop. -loop. I liked it. What great offense here from this amazing trio. Do they have what it takes to become the champions, though? That's what we don't know. Reynolds going up to the top. And, oh, but turned his back on Ray Fenix just a moment too soon. Fenix pops right up. That's a mistake. Fenix, oh, springs up. Huracan Rana! Ray Fenix is unbelievable. Once again, it is so hard to walk those ropes like that. Fenix does it every time. No one can hit a sling blade like Penta. Oh, he ducked. Oh, he ducks. Silver ducked it, and now Penta sent in, and the back stabber on Silver. The second one of the night. Great call, Tony. That's a tough one. Zero Miedo, zero fear. The fear factor attempted. Silver lands on his feet. The kick and Penta, the right hand, Enzigiri. Here it is. Stunner. German. And now, Discus Lariat! The cover! They're gonna do it! No! At the very last moment, the count was broken up. This martial law inside the ring was doing to me like. It wasn't quite as crisp as it could have been, and that was what enabled Pac to get in there and make the save on yeah, time. I think Reynolds, he, he had to trip over Vance in order to get the pinfall. That may have been the only thing that saved Penta. Fans are loving it here. And Jackie, this is awesome. capital. What's this guy doing out here? Jose has come out. Jose Assistante. Jose the assistant with, that's what I said. He's, he's got this, an envelope in his hand. Wait, wait, Roosh. There's Roosh, what's he doing? He's got the hammer, the bell hammer. Oh no, he's getting the hammer. And remember how, how Pac used the hammer against Orange Cassidy to retain the EW All-Atlantic Championship. And, oh, God, he clocked him. Reynolds got smashed by the hammer. Jeez, Phoenix just ran halfway across the ring, took out 10. And now inside the ring, Reynolds is completely out. Knocked out by the ring, ring bell hammer. And Pack. That'll do it every damn time, I'll tell you. This, this is over. Uh, this brutal life is out. He's out. Ring the bell. Winners of this match and still the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Well, Death Triangle retains the AEW World Trios Championship, but right now, Battle of the Belts 4 starting right here on TNT, and that man in the middle, Pac, will defend the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Homeboy Shabani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Littman.
to story time with Adam Cole. Back then. Hello everyone and welcome to Rampage Uncaged brought to you by Hamin Media Group on channelattitude.com. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back as per usual is on every show these days it feels but he's apparently he's an evil two-pack hammer. Why are you an evil two-pack hammer Jeff? What, what, what's up with that name? What did you just watch? I know you're referring to the hammer with Park clearly but... You used it how many times? Twice, just right. not on the and same I am show. Evil. Sorry, I didn't hear I that last bit. Dose and dose means two. <laughs> you prick! It's evil dose, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, you know why Jimmy McClane. All this disappointment out there, ladies and gentlemen. That's because Jimmy did a Tony Khan and Baden switched you. He told you it was going to uh-huh. be Chris Ams tonight, but Chris Ams yeah. did not get medical clearance. We couldn't afford Michael Sampson because we don't have a Patreon. So we, we had to use real doctors and, and Chris has not been cleared to the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, he's not. And I'm kind of disappointed, I won't lie. Am I frozen, Jeff? I look kind of frozen. But anyway, I won't lie, I'm a little disappointed. I wish Chris was joining us, but he's on assignment. He's a, Apparently, he's looking for... He's, rare for an, <laughs> he's looking for... No- well... Well, but have no fear. Chris will be back here next week, apparently. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't make any promises. Don't make well, any promises. You I'm going by his word, you. Jeff. <laughs> I'm going by his word. And um, yes, this is a special edition of Rampage Uncaged, just quietly, because it's Battle of the Belts Uncaged. And uh, we'll start with Rampage, obviously. To me, it's all the same, same. I just look at this like it's... Uh, what rampage hour number two i guess jeff yeah there was absolutely nothing special about battle of the belts <laughs> i know seth rollins is not part of AEW, but yeah this is getting worse and worse not yet anyway yeah well for me it's getting worse and worse jeff every year this battle of the belts thing uh, yeah, th- this was a particularly sort of lame edition of Battle of the Belts, and it really did feel like an hour or two of Rampage, which is fine. It's just Battle of the Belts. <laughs> originally had a kind of Battle of the Jobbers. Uh, it's not, you know, they have so many belts. <laughs> I mean, but uh, you know, originally when when this was sold to us, we thought it was going to be like a quarterly thing, like a Saturday Saturday night's main event, Clash of the Champions sure. kind of thing. And I think they tried the first time; they didn't get the numbers they want, and then. The second time, I think they tried a little bit less, and they got much lower numbers. And I think they realized that this wasn't this wasn't going to be their big weekend affair where they get where they get that uh, one and a half to three million you know casual viewers sitting at home looking for they want to sit at home and watch wrestling to, to watch it, and they, they just sort of have uh, given up. And Tony on his Hawani interview indicated that he's, <laughs> he's trying to get a second hour of Rampage. In addition to a third hour of, of um, dynamite, I don't. You think heard it. Really you either. heard him say that. Can you believe that shit, Jeff? Sure. 
Um, I, I can believe anything that, that he believes. I mean, listen, he believes he can fly, so, you know, good for him. I mean, you know... I believe I can fly. Work for Dumbo. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't mind the second hour of Rampage necessarily. That that I, w- I would want. I don't mind that. Third hour of Dynamite? I don't know, man. No, I don't want third. I don't want third hour of anything. I mean, I don't want third hour of Dynamite. No, and I, I don't... I, all this is academic because I don't think Discovery wants either of those things. Uh, I, I Probably they would find the second hour of Rampage less offensive. They probably want their Saturday nights back. <laughs> Well, if we're going to get... See, this is the thing about Rampage, right? And I'm going to add Battle of the Belts with this. The difference between Rampage and Dynamite, and there's, trust me, there's not much of a difference in many ways either, especially coming after this week's Dynamite. It just feels like Rampage is just put together for nothing, just for the sake of it. No real story, like, movements going around. It's just matches, per se. And then with no conclusion. Only only Rampage. I mean, half the time Dynamite feels that way. Well, that's why I said Dynamite now is starting to feel that way too. But generally, it's always Rampage. Yeah, and it's sort of starting to feel that way sometimes with the pay-per-views. As they, you know, maybe this was a a strange time where they had the cluster between one pay-per-view, then they had the uh, Forbidden Door, and then they had a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, and then another pay-per-view came up, and, you know, they kept, and they had Grand Slam, and, you know, I've been trying to, get those ratings up one way or another by making every show seem like a pay-per-view but you know i i don't i don't think that the pressure is off i, I think that they keep on having to keep on so the pay-per-views are going to continue to feel less special because the weekly show is is you know maintain is maintaining this sort of frenetic pace that i don't know the weekly tv can can sustain but I don't know. Les Thatcher, uh, I listened to the Les Thatcher show. It's That's not what they call it, but it's on uh, the figure four line. Um, but uh, Les Thatcher's an old-time wrestler. He's still in the business. He's like 82 years old. And he's, he, you know, I agree with a lot of what he says, but he, he said something today, which is what I've been saying, basically. He's, he says, if you have these stipulations all the time, they're not special. They're supposed to be yeah. special. They're supposed to be end. And, and they're on all the time. You have stipulations on for absolutely no reason. And, you know, that's why I said when you, when, when, the extraordinary, when you have the extraordinary all the time, the extraordinary becomes your new ordinary. The extraordinary was actually a great show just quietly back in the day. I don't know <laughs> what that is. It was an Australian paranormal show, actually. Uh, kind of like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Unsolved Mysteries. Pretty much exactly the same thing. Just like a, an Australian version of it. Was it like the extra, ex, extraordinary eight, like the Fantastic Four, except there were eight. No, no, that? actually, you will like it. I think you will like the show. It was set in a dark sort of uh, cabin. You know what I mean? And when the show was started, go the extraordinary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was wow. pretty cheesy, but pretty good. Now that I look back on it, I'll show mm-hmm. you one day. But anyway, enough of the extraordinary stuff because it is extraordinary that these guys just don't have a fucking clue what to do. I don't know if it's um, TK that's that's getting a lack of sleep, shall we say? I mean, because the more interviews I watch him in, the more disheveled he's starting to look, man. And his eyes are just, I don't know, they're out of this world. Like, literally, if you know what I mean, Jeff. <laughs> you, know <what> you, mean? <laughs> you, think, you think he's in the ayahuasca and the record zone? <laughs> you think only ayahuasca? Come on, man. He's on that pharmaceutical shit, if you know what I mean. Okay. 
could be. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, he's not wasting time with with. Uh, well, I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> Just say it. Just no, say it. Come on. Say it, it now, it, damn it. It was going to be something about 72 virgins, but no, Dr. Britt Baker oh. ruined that. And, you know. uh, why? Well, because he's boffing her. <laughs> you really think that? Yes. W why? You worry me now, Jeff. Why do I think that Tony Khan is boffing Dr. Britt Baker? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she hasn't been seen in public with Adam Cole in nine years. <laughs> well, <laughs> so well, yeah. But she wasn't gets, it? Um, she gets whatever it? she wants. True, that's true. Come on, would you really go for that thing? And come on, I'm sure she's got sort of standards. I hope. Then again, uh, she does have a thing for little guys, though. Little guy, billionaire. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with that standard? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. That's what's wrong with it. <laughs> you get you tickets to anything. Owns a football team. Owns a soccer cool. team. Owns true. a wrestling company. True. Hey, I'll fuck him now. I mean, shit. You, since you mentioned yeah. all that, I sure. mean, shit. Absolutely. Why not go get a girl? Just saying. Nah. <laughs> Look, I don't know about that though, Jeff. I'll be honest. In all seriousness, I don't think so. But I don't know, man. You never know. I mean, well, one of I those, thought Christian those... Cage was getting down with that. If you know what I mean. He might be. I don't know. Heck, she might be open for all. <laughs> Uh, we don't we don't slut shame here this is the, we're, we're, we're sex positive <laughs> we're very sex positive no slut shaming over here who said yeah. who called her a slut i mean it wasn't me it's just an expression <laughs> just an expression that's all that's just words mm -hmm. then again funny that um you mentioned that because as i was looking for a background for our battle of the bouts part mm -hmm. i come across a photo of guess who my computer must be listening to me it's Brie baker and warlow together What's going on there? Maybe she is open for all. Wow. <laughs> I better stop with that laugh. Anyway, um, yeah, weird. Very weird indeed. Indeed. But speaking of weird, let's get into fucking, uh, what do you call this show? Rampage Battle of the Belts. Uh, Super Leprechaun Edition 5, 10, 16. What the, I mean, seriously. First episode, first hour was Rampage. Right. And, and it kicks off with Blackpool Combat Club in John Moxley, Claudio Costagnoli, your boy, Willa Yuta, versus your bye, as JR would say, my bye, <laughs> versus Rush and Private Partiki, as the firm is also watching ringside. Right. Well, for reason not explained and. Commentary tells an entire story that we did not see on TV that Roosh reminded Private Party that he was they were under contract with him, which that part we saw, but that he was going to sue them if they did not back <laughs> him up. We did not see or hear that part, or if we did, it, it was inaudible. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Actually, didn't we see... Excuse me, I'm not sure about the suing part, but I could have sworn... On Dynamite, they had that segment, no, did they not? We saw, we saw the first part, but I didn't hear anything about we're going to sue you if you don't back us up, so or, or back me up or back Rusha. Well, uh, how do you say we, sue in Spanish? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jose <laughs> I is there. You, to, cabron. <laughs> Jose is there to, to say it in Spanish. A, a, a little side note. Remember we were talking about how Space TV dumped 
um, AW and all the Spanish language. Right. One of the reasons apparently is because the Spanish commentary team was so bad that people were saying they weren't even, they would just say nonsense words. They were like making really? words. And like, <laughs> and like the Spanish listeners <laughs> probably experience. And the funny thing is one of those guys is Jorge Aprehendos or whatever his name is. Aprehendos. Oh. And, yeah. and presumably yeah. that's one of the reasons why he's under contract. So Hopefully they'll get rid of that guy because he, he doesn't do anything useful. Hey, you just reminded me. He didn't come out tonight with uh, Los, uh, I mean, Muente Triangulos. It's true. And uh, good because he's terrible. He's terrible at everything. Interesting. I just, uh, and you know what? I never, I, I, don't, I don't even miss him because I didn't even notice that he wasn't on. But now that I think back on it, no, he actually wasn't on. Yeah, yeah he's, absolutely. He's just a clutter, and you don't need more clutter in a, in a trios match. I absolutely agree. I mean, that's yeah. Get him. I hate how uh, you know, he's over the top, man. He's like, yeah, fucking Lucha Brothers, whatever the fuck he does. It's the Aubrey it's just, Edwards of spokespeople. Like he thinks he's he thinks he's the show. Nobody's there to see you, dude. And it's enough also <laughs> when when it's the Dark Order and there's four of them now. It's better when oh. there used to be like eight of them. But uh, <sighs> but there's still a fourth one, and then one's that fat ass evil Uno, that imposter. Half of evil is as yours truly. <laughs> Who the fuck is evil Uno? There's only one evil guy I know, and that's Evil Dose. That's right. Well, evil Uno is apparently making like everyone else speak like him. You hear ten? Ah, like, <laughs> stop well, it, there, Jeff. and gave me my mask, and like had <laughs> pages now. I, I want to get my championship back, but but Moxley's so mean to me. <laughs> you sound like Kermit the Frog. It's like hey, hey, I'm Kermit the Frog from Sesame Street. They always sound like Kermit the Frog. That's the thing. Like I'm doing Kermit the Frog because that's what they sound like. I'm pitching Kermit, <laughs> putting his hands in his in his mouth. You know he does a, <laughs> that. He'd be like, I'm evil, no, I'm, uh, uh, I'll punch you out. <laughs> we got the Derek stand on, on uh, commentary. Jer if if AEW has 20 segments on broadcast TV a week, Jericho's on 12 of them. He's a legend as he talks. I mean, come on. I know, Jericho. I mean, hey, you know what, man? He, he's looking kind of youngish again. Looks like he's, he's hit Botox lately, I, actually, Jeff. I don't Jeff. care what he looks like. I'm just, I just, it's just too much Jericho. I mean, it's and too it's too much, much Botox, control. Chris. Calm it's down with the Botox. Day. It's too much Jericho. I mean, <coughs> they have a roster of <laughs> thousands, and it's constantly Jericho. I mean, what having Regal there hitting on Excalibur uh, isn't enough with you know Taz. Hello, Masked Man. <laughs> How's your little booty going, Masked yeah. Man? You are a delicious candy apple. Taste, but I'm going to dip my Rip that asshole apart, sir. You honey blossom, you. <laughs> you honey blossom. Uh, well, really, what he was meant to say is, I'll destroy that asshole of yours, Mr. Excalibur. It's, it's going in that direction. So speaking of hammers... Yeah, Speaking a, of hammers, it's, it's a strange <laughs> dynamic. I mean, if you listen to it just for, to think it's funny, then then you're going to get your money's worth. But if you're listening to it because it's like supposed to be wrestling uh, commentary, it, it I, I don't know. I settle I know down, people, sunshine. I know people love Regal, but I I I mean, this is well, this well, is you don't love in, This is no, I, I don't really. I, I don't have any real fondness for Regal, uh, and but. Oh, like this is just because he has nothing else to do 
and somehow he's come up with this thing and they let him do it and so he's carved like he's carved out this niche for himself of being like ridiculously borderline you know you know it, it's it's mock homosexual like without quite mocking but it sort of is but he's getting away with it anyway I'll tell you why he gets away with it because he's a man Jeff a real man's man a real man's man that likes other men sort of I think I don't even know anymore but uh I don't know I don't know what he's doing I don't know why he's doing it maybe Excalibur is a homophobe backstage hence why he does it maybe he really likes Excalibur you don't know Oh yeah! Hey, each to their own. If he loves real, the masked man called Excaliburto. I mean, it's not like he's saying this to everyone that wears a mask. There, and there's plenty to choose from. So, I mean, true. this could be a real thing. This could be true love. <laughs> Maybe that's why the steam horn goes off at the start of this song. There, you know, that's him mm-hmm. just releasing himself. You know what I'm saying? Could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. I mean, so you're on now. Uh, it doesn't matter because he's a man, a real man's man, and that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Such a man. Mm. <laughs> anyway, let's get out of there and let's get to the first matchup. I, I mean, I didn't I mention it already? It was yes. Blackpool Combat Club defe- defeating Rush and Private Party. What a shocker. Uh, yeah, definitely a shocker. I mean, uh, this match... I mean, can we call this Rampage... Tag Team Friday? We can. But we can also call this a stupid match because yes. there was a time where one member of Private Party kicked Jose and there was another there was another miscue. But none of it led to anything. I mean, obviously there's going to be dissent and an explosion at some point, but like most of their stories take too long to break or they happen too quickly. This one it, it's like already lingering. Like this this should have been the breaking point here. This should have been it where Rush fired them. Maybe they want Andrade to do it. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be back. I don't know if he'll be suspended for you know unknown amount of time. Who knows? But <laughs> I assume that Andrade not being around is the only reason they didn't pull the trigger on it. But you know, was, you know, whatever. Nothing happened. Nothing surprising. The Blackpool Combat Club won the match. Frankly, the match was a little bit lethargic and a little bit lazy. It um, was. And I don't really think that anyone looked particularly good here. Moxley was slow. Claudio seemed to try. Roosh seemed to try, but he only has like six moves. Uh, Wheelie does his moves, but he he still looks like a you know a high school senior. And, and W City Jeff. And, and <laughs> well, wait, I, 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 I need to finish my sentence. Private parties suck because they need to hear that last word. Suck. They suck. They're oh, so man. shots don't suck. No, they, they they can do all the shots they like. They suck. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's that's not nice. You know what? They're in Washington D.C. They should go to Southeast and get some shots. See what happens. Yao Yao Ming, what's up with that shit, man? It's Come a on, private man. party, and they're all invited. Really? By the it's way, you know this, party. Was, this was live. They 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 you know sold fewer tickets to this to the Friday night show than the Wednesday night show. Did they? It looked kind of the same to me. I think they just reconfigured where they put the 17 people that showed up. I mean, why? I mean, do you possibly think people actually fucking paid for this shit? I think that they tried to get people to pay for it at first. Nah, man. They were on shots. 
since you want him to be gone with the private party. But what I understand is why did they didn't try to do it at one of like the, the seven universities that have basketball or hockey arenas in the area and just just give free tickets to the students. Why? Where, where, where was this exactly situated? Like, what part of DC? Well, it doesn't matter. They, they could have rented any facility. I mean, Georgetown is there. George Mason is nearby. Dude. American University. University of Maryland is, is there. Um, Catholic University is there. Is that, have they got a good arena there? They don't need a good arena. They just need an arena that seats 4,000 people where there's <laughs> students that they can get free tickets to. Uh, uh, Washington <laughs> University is there. I mean, Jeez. a lot of these are Division One colleges with, with real basketball teams. So, yeah, I presume that they have good. And, I mean, Georgetown, Georgetown would have a good fucking arena, that's for sure. I mean, most of these are private schools, that, which are very well endowed. I mean, bunny for sure. Wise. Definitely. No, I agree. I mean, fuck, if I know what they are, then definitely they are great schools. But in saying that, why weren't they at the MCI Center, Jeff? Well, they can't sell 2,000 tickets. I was just asking. I was setting it up for you to say that. Because I, mean, clearly I, have, they... I have to believe the MCI Center to rent and get insurance and everybody on has got to be a... Twenty or thirty thousand dollar expenditure. So I mean, you can't now break even on that. Damn, that's bad, man. I still trip out how we went from. <laughs> I can't get over it. From Dynamite, the very first Dynamite sellout. It was WCW 2.0. It felt like it. It felt new. It felt big. Three years going on to four years now. God, and now big. look where we're at. It was big. Uh, and the roster is bigger now and better, but it's too big, so it's it's almost like it's worse. But you know, at least we're not having Sean Spears, you know, being portrayed oh. as a top heel and nonsense Wait. like that. We are still Speaking. getting bad friends being portrayed as top <laughs> top acts. Three Speaking of Mister Perfect Ten, as yeah. I was watching Ten, and I'll get into that in a moment, I couldn't help but think of the Perfect Ten in Sean Spears as Ten was doing this i'm thinking boy was the real 10 way more over in wwe and look where he is right now where the fuck is sean spears you haven't seen sean spears since before you haven't seen mjf that that's five months now you haven't seen maybe more guys since he lost that tnt title you saw lance archer once no no, nobody's talking about any of this stuff bobby fish is the only one that gets any news where, where, Bobby where's, Fish. Where's Bear Country? Not that I care about them. Or bear, where, bear, bearback, bearback Country you're talking about? Yeah, the, the, the Bronson County and Bear County. <laughs> Bronson County. Whatever Were they, they really Bronson they County at one stage? <laughs> I don't know. Briscoe County Junior. I, I don't know. What they <laughs> were, but the, well, the two jabronis <laughs> that they tried to tell us were over for, for four or five weeks. Yeah, sure. That's why they have fucking uh, Hook. Thumb around the ring and like that one. Nothing. Still can't wrestle. He's on Ring of Honor, but he still can't wrestle. Punk's not around, but he, he's, he can't possibly. I mean, it's not like I miss Cole Cabana. But, boom, I mean, boom. Yeah, let's, let's let's make sure he's not like you know they didn't put him in a closet to hide and they forgot to give him food and water like seven months ago. How about he just comes back instead of being Colt Cabana? Why not just be Colton, Mister Colton fucking Cabana or something? Go like a Joseph Park sort of route maybe he should become a lawyer just like you wouldn't maybe, that be kind of funny maybe his act should be that he lives off old women 
he's like he's a gold digger like he's a gigolo that specializes only in from the older women uh, and having so joint bank accounts with them yeah so you're essentially calling him buff bagwell yes <laughs> except he's not that buffed well but the thing is is and he's definitely CM not the stuff cm punk said he has a bank account with his mother so right right he a guy like that so that should be his new act is that he's all you fancy see? and riched out and that's because he's like you know seduced all these older wealthy women as joint bank accounts with all these widowers or widows. do you think this yeah widows is it oh god i could picture that and he's jewish too which makes it even more sort of <laughs> no, you, you, no, I'm not you, saying anything. You have a, you have a dearth of, of Jewish gigolos down there that are that are sugar <laughs> babies. In, in, in I don't know why. Well, there's a lot of Jewish people here in Melbourne. As a matter of fact, there's I a whole know, suburb. Like eight, <laughs> eight, eight Jew, Jews down here in Melbourne. Yeah, that's a lot, right? Eight, come on, bro. Two orthodontists, one accountant. Are you being, ser- are you being serious now? And and all of your doctors. As a matter of fact. <laughs> There's actually uh, probably a million Jews here, man. At the very I least. Doubt it very much. What, what makes you say that, Jeff? I mean, do you live well, here? There's only like 25 million Jews in the entire world. I doubt a million of them are in one city in Australia. But see, but is Jewish an ethnicity or a religion? Either way, doesn't matter. Either way, I mean, uh, come on. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's just I, a real I'll, question. I'll give you by the Hitler definition, one oh. percent. <laughs> Ah, uh, why? Why did you have to say that? By the Hitler uh, definition? Because I don't think that there's anywhere near a million Jews in Melbourne. Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, there's what, a whole suburb. No, honestly, there in Melbourne. Ah, there, oh, there's like six million in Melbourne. So one going out of six on six people in Melbourne are Jews. Oh wait, it's eight million now in Melbourne. As a matter of fact, it's so one eight, out of eight, eight are Jews in Melbourne. One in eight? Well, yeah, possibly. There's, You'd be surprised. I've yeah, known a few Jews in I, my time. I don't think there's one in eight Jews per million in New York City. Ah, uh, really? And there's oh, well, more the perception Jews in, for me more Jews in New York than there are in Israel. There probably is, but see, it's there funny are, you bring that up. Probably about it. Yeah, the no, you're probably thing, right. The only thing that might have changed it was was the uh, Eastern European uh, diaspora. Well, that definitely did change. I mean, there was a lot of Jews even in Greece. As a matter of fact, the, the uh, boss of Pfizer. Hold on, everything is Greek, just quietly. But the boss of Pfizer is a Greek Jew. I don't know just, what any just, of that means. I'm just saying. I know that has nothing to do with that this, this discussion. But what I wanted to say is before you kept going, was that Caulfield, a suburb here in Melbourne, mm-hmm. is the Jewish suburb. <laughs> Literally, all Jews live in Caulfield and Greeks, but mainly, but main and Carnegie as well. Douglas okay. over there had to. Had to throw out, but yeah, Caulfield 50, and Carnegie. Jews in Melbourne, Australia. Fifty thousand. They mm-hmm. uh, well, there you go. That's a lot. <laughs> but that is a fair bit, but not really. The world. Uh, oh, let's see the world. He had to look it up, didn't he? So there's fifty thousand yeah. in Melbourne alone. How many mm-hmm. is in the whole of Australia though? Uh, it looks like they're saying 18 million with the addition in the world in the world that's a lot jeff that's, that's more than it. greece damn you i doubt that uh greece has I, got 10 million people in their country all right, just if you count if you count everyone it's about 23.8 million so i was right it's about 25 million Shit. 24, 24 million what of jewish people in the in world, world. 
and there's that's fucking plenty, mate. That's that's a lot, man. Seven point nine five billion people in the world that's on the planet, point, right? Right. That's point two percent of the population. That's still a fair bit. Really? You want you want to compare it to Catholic? Well, that's that, that's not a that's just a religion, though. You can't what, you can't compare what, it to what, Catholic. What would you what would you compare it to then? I'll go by race. Okay, so what race? Uh, are we, are Greeks? Go- oh, Greeks! I know. There's pro- uh, look in 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 Melbourne alone. There's a million Greeks. All right, that's true. You can look that up, just quietly. All right, it might be just a bit under, but that's how many are here, just in Melbourne, not in Australia. So if yeah, all right, let's compare it to Greeks. Let's see the diaspora between Greeks and Jews worldwide. Though you have to go worldwide. I'm trying, but they're starting with people who speak Greek. But I'm I'm moving, I, I'm moving from that to past who speak Greek because that's not really the definition. That's how or I'm you asking. can just type Greek diaspora and it will come up. There's over a million in the states. Mm. I mean, there's actually they say there's about three million in the states. It looks like oh, you got the four hundred thousand in Australia. No, there's more than 400,000 because there's 700,000 of us in just Melbourne. Well, that's not what this, that's not what the Greek That's a lie. That's not fun. That's bullshit. Maybe, maybe they're referring to just uh, born, people born in Greece. Because I'll tell you now, that's bullshit. I don't know where he's looking it up, but he claims that there's 400,000 Greeks in the world. The Greek reporter, well, they don't know shit. It looks like they're saying about 18 million worldwide. So it's pretty even then, roughly. Mm-hmm. Well, you said 26, actually, for, for Jews. But it's, it's it's getting very extensive there when you're talking about people who have, like, one parent or people who married into it. And well, yeah, that's that, and that's what I'm saying. And that 400, <laughs> that's a lie, man. That's That's total bullshit. I guarantee you that is total bullshit because most of us, that's bullshit. Like I said, if that could be just the people born in Greece, not counting people of Greek ethnicity, you know, like myself, born in Australia, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. of Greek immigrants, though. But uh, anyway, um, let's get back into Rampage. I don't know why we're even going into this shit. But then again, <laughs> it's better than talking about this, like what we have next, because next, Jeff... What, what did you say the population of Melbourne was? You said 8 million. It's 4.92 million. What? You have no 4. credibility 2. in your own city. Shut up, Douglas. That's bullshit. You don't That's even know bullshit. your own city. 4.92 million. I could have sworn I read recently. You Where less, are you seeing that? You have less than Wuhan. You have like <laughs> half of course. Wuhan. No shit. Why would we have more than Wuhan? I don't know. Nobody <laughs> heard of Wuhan until 2019. Yeah, but, but we're talking about China here, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm aware of where Wuhan is. You know, you know what I'm saying. Are you sure you're not looking at? F- I'm sure. Florida, Melbourne, Florida. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's not Melbourne, Florida. Oh, you're there. Okay, let me just see that. Yeah, because there is a Melbourne, Florida. Um, I know there you're is. right. It was there, five there million. Might be like it's, seventy. It's four point Melbourne, Florida. Maybe. Yeah, I know, but I've been, like 30, I've been hearing a lot of it. Okay, there's four point nine. I mean, it's That's it's just under said. five 4. million. Just two million. Which is not just under million. five. It's yeah. growing. It's pres- <laughs> I could have sworn they said is, six here, man. Three million. Did they not? And eight. 
three million eight thousand less than jesus christ all right i got that wrong and that's odd that i got that wrong because you know me i know my shit but to get Uh my fucking own hometown wrong that's pretty bad it's embarrassing that is pretty embarrassing actually but anyway five million in county it's growing it's it's the fastest growing city in australia as a matter of fact how can we take anything you say seriously oh well it's true that is true if you look at it you'll see from like the 80s till now there's like there's over two million difference i think you're really dalmatian <sighs> how much is sydney by the way i just want to know out of curiosity because oh, it was oh, fucking no 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 let me look it up i'm already here so there's five ah oh, they've got 5.2 they don't even have that much more than us all right oh, just saying dominate you not by much only many, by a few hundred thousand do they have though <laughs> how many jews you say all right jews in sydney jews in sydney why are you challenging me for oh if you say there was fifty thousand in melbourne i dare say there's probably a hundred thousand oh history of jews in australia here we go let's see uh what's the demographics as a whole over here um hmm oh, let's see over here is <laughs> Uh, well, the 1933 population in Australia was 61,000, just quietly, right? And that was in the in the 1900s. But as of now... Oh, so the 1933 designates the 1900s. Okay, good. Isn't that 1900s? It would be, yeah. <laughs> well, then why'd you... Why'd you Straight even... through the 20th century, just quietly. I know, but I'm still, <laughs> I know that. I'm very well aware of that. I'm can still looking make, for that number. Can you number. get us closer to 2022? i'm looking for it man i don't want to go all silent on you but i'm looking for it for whatever reason doesn't want to oh here we go 20th century um hmm i don't fucking know anymore i've got no time for this shit really honestly all right how many jews are they i'll look it up afterwards because now i want to know but uh the next match is tony Nessie, if you get my drift, it's Nessie. You know, Nessie, the what do you call it again? The thing underwater, the Loch Ness monster, and Josh Woods versus the Varsities. Yes, I said the Varsities, not the Varsity Blondes, as we will find out. Anyway, Nice and Woods end up winning, but Sterling, after the match, grabs a mic afterwards and said he trademarked the term Varsity. In professional wrestling, he gives Woods, uh, Woods and Nessie the name Varsity Athletes and says Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison are never allowed to use the word Varsity again or he'll sue them. Sterling then complains about being scissored oh, yuck, on Dynamite and then out come the acclaimed. And Daddy Ass, as Custer does his typical raps and scissor me, Daddy Ass, the heels leave the ring while the scissoring party commences Jeff, what do you think of this fucking boulder gash? Um, this uh, was a match. Um, yes, I liked, it was. Everyone knows I like Josh Woods. Uh, the Varsity right. Blondes continue to be jobbers. I actually thought the Varsity Blondes, they might give them a win because they actually were They looked early. good. And they looked good this time. I'll notice Brian Pillman Jr. actually has put on a bit of muscle this time. Yeah, but nope, they, they didn't do it. And he actually changed his ridiculous mullet to at least not have a side part any longer. I mean, still is the right. mullet, he's doing a center part now, which somehow makes the mullet less ridiculous. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but but they they lost big time, and then Mark Sterling comes in for no apparent reason. And he's limping and he's gimping, and he's, and then apparently he trademarked the the word varsity, so they're now the varsity athletes. So the varsity blondes can't get their name back. Now he's so dumb. It, first of all, it's dumb. Second of all, it's not how trademark law works. But but third of all, <laughs> thank you. How, however stupid this story is, this would have made sense to set the match up. Not to announce it after the match has already happened and the team has been squashed. I mean, what's what's the point? You've beaten them now. You're <laughs> insulting them for nothing because you're because they're not they, they don't run in and try to attack you. There's another team that comes and now now it's the acclaim. So Neeson Woods, who are not serious contenders for anything, and already had I think at least two title matches against Swerve and Keith Lee, but definitely one for doing right. nothing um, and lost. Now they're going to get a. I mean, there's new acclaim. They they lose matches on TV, but keep getting title matches. Um, so this was dumb. But the acclaim again were were a highlight. Their rap was pretty funny, so that was good. And the people in DC like them. So, you know, they they were sort of the highlight. I I had to catch myself and remember that it wasn't twice on Wednesday night that they're seeing basically the same act. That this was same city but a different night. And by the way, Sydney it <laughs> says fifty thousand as well. So it looks like between oh, really. And Sydney, you have a hundred thousand of the hundred and twenty thousand Jews in Australia. Well, <laughs> so you're saying in other cities there won't be any more Jews? <laughs> uh, <but laughs> what about Brisbane? That'll be the final one because that'll be the real key denominator. Brisbane. <laughs> oh, you said it properly for once. Every American says Brisbane. Well, they're they're dummies. <laughs> there might be a couple in Perth. Yeah, Perth is known also. To have Jews, that's true. I think there'd be more in Perth. So say a Perth. No, 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 no. Sorry, Perthopolis. Ten thousand in Perth only, actually, according well, to Douglas. Then, then they got another ten thousand in Brisbane and nowhere else. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I, I would have known that Melbourne and Sydney were going to be the two main. Ones. I'll start a clan. No, there'll be not one Jew there. I guarantee. Well, I'll be the one. I'll start, start <laughs> the one. I'll start like a cult. The cult of Lippmann. The cult of one. It'll be the cult of two. Evil dose. Yes. Yes. One of these ones. Yeah. The dose. <laughs> the dose. And it I, means I it can mean all sorts of it. acronyms. It could be the dose, like this dose. It could be that dose. What is this? It could dose? be two. What is this? <laughs> Could be that dose too. Do you a hermaphrodite? Do you have a splitter? No. Do you have a, oh, a splitter. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. I've never heard that one before. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, a splitter. Well, I don't know. What, what is a dose? I don't understand. Evil dose. That's why. But anyway, enough of that. Let's move on mm-hmm. because Eddie Kingston isn't happy about senior official Paul Turner reversing his win over Sammy Guevara, Jeff. He's still going on about how MJF gets 15 minutes and he gets 30 seconds. This this shtick has been old for for eight minutes, like eight minutes, eight months. <laughs> Can we fire him already? It, it's, yes, I mean, get new material already. We we, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care either. But he's got I his fucking fans. Existed. I I I honestly forgot he existed. I forgot Orange Cassidy existed, but we'll get to that later on. <laughs> I wish I could. Just saying. I know. That, 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 so sounds s- like, that sounds like a moment of nirvana. Ugh, yes. Anyway, next we get Tay Mello, not Conti, or Tay Mello, not, and don't call it Conti, and Anna JAS defeating Madison Rain and Sky Blue. 
Cool. Who could have seen this coming? Oh my goodness, what a match. Seriously, there's not much to say other than tag team after tag team match. But uh, yeah, not no much story, to really point out. Nothing Nada. important. I, I guess Madison Rain wanted to work with Young Sky Blue in in front of a live crowd. Fine. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really know what they see in Sky Blue. She's looks like, I mean. She's got like, ass. That's about it. There's, there's a, a million girls that look like her that, that work in Jimmy John subs across this great country. And have a bit of face. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with her. I mean, but she's no, she's she's, she's very average looking, and she's dating that goober Dante Martin. Oh, I'm sorry, she is. big big star Dante Martin, big big star. Oh, huge star huge, Dante huge Martin. Star. Right. I mean, where is Dante Martin? He's so huge, I can't even see him. I don't. Know, maybe his brother Darius is uh, <laughs> to, to getting healthy again and getting hurt again. Uh, I don't Darius, know he, Darius, he, Darius. He took the Sidels with him, so you know, thank, <laughs> you can thank him for that. Thank God, no more fucking smiling every fucking time, even when he's upset. Right. Jesus oh, Christ! Wait. There was one match. I can't even remember which match it was. I think it was the tag team match we were just talking about, the men's tag team, not not the women's match, where Arn Anderson was looking at the screen, oh, yes. disgustedly. Like, who who's he scouting? Like, who does he want to? I, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be the Varsity Blondes. Uh, are you sure it was that? Well, wait, wait. Let me just. Well, see. The other team has a manager already, so you're right. Yeah, it must have been a varsity blonde. Um, psh, Jimmy well, Crack Corner. And I don't really care because well, big deal. I, I'm interested in this. Does that mean that that all of the Dustin Rhodes, Captain Sean Dean, Lee Johnson, Brock Anderson, all all of, all of those people that that's been abandoned, which is okay. That that's okay by me. But like now, same. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean, what's he going to do? Kick right. kick the life fucking into him? I mean, I don't uh, even know if Ivan Anderson, the enforcer, can even save these varsity, well, not, don't call them blondes or don't call them varsity blondes. Well, I can assure team. you against against Nice Woods and Smart Mark Strunkin, I mean, they're going to have a program and they're going to end up with a match for their for their name and they're going to win. Oh, and really? Be if they do seven that. months. And Arm will oh, finally please. have accomplished something. Yeah, absolutely. What else Don't. are they going to do with it? And Don't at that time, us. you know, uh, Josh Woods will turn on Tony Nese. And, you know, but but rightfully so. Or Tony Nese will turn <laughs> on Josh Woods. Cause, uh, so I still haven't <sighs> seen the banner. It says Josh Woods is all elite. And uh, True. He's I, Ring of Honor, not all elite, remember? <laughs> right. But uh, <laughs> I'm not sure there are any Ring of Honor contracts. So. <laughs> well, apparently Cole Cabana is on one. Is he now? Are we sure? Have we seen it? We're not sure, but... Uh, well, no, I haven't seen it. I'm just going by what uh, Mr. Tony Khan says. We haven't even seen Colt. <laughs> yeah, because he's in the uh, in, alter, in an alternate universe in Ring of Honor. Maybe, maybe, got he's, big, in, maybe big TV he's in deals. Uh, Perth, uh, going by the beachfront property, and then... He used to come he, to Australia he, a lot, as a matter he, of fact. Living my gimmick. Well, he, he used to come to Australia quite often. Same with Kevin Owens at one stage. I'm talking about back in the indie days now, not not fucking obviously. Did they these come days. and hang out with Piers Austin. <laughs> Shout out to Piers Austin. Uh, you got to check out his show, shooting the shit. And uh, yeah, maybe they were catching up with Piers Austin. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, they were checking out a lot of uh, zoos. Jugalo and everywhere. <laughs> they call me Piers. People give me shekels <laughs> and Hanukkah gelt. Hey, there we go. 
Well, let's move on, lights. please. The cream cheese Come is on, never Jeff. light. Smoke my salmon <laughs> and capers. All right, enough singing, please. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, we, I know it's better than talking about this show. I don't blame you for wanting to sing. Okay. But move along. let's get into it because it's time for your main event. It is Mark Henry interviewing Darth, I should call him the Darth Order, and Death Triangle ahead of their trios championship main event match. Dark Order is determined to bring home the gold on the second anniversary of Brody Lee's last match in AEW and in wrestling, shall they say. But uh, they're disgraceful. They're still losers because Death Triangle ends up defeating the Dark Order mm-hmm. and basically no sense of respect to their former leader in Brody King. I mean, Brody King, Bro- Brody Lee. But two things. One, Pentagon was laying on the lipstick a little heavy. Um, yes. Maybe he likes he, doing this a little bit, Jeff. Maybe he thinking that he was an old Jewish woman. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, Roosh presented the timekeeper's hammer to Pac, which Pac accepted. Now, yeah. remember a year and a half ago when when Andrade was trying to hire the Lucha Brothers when before he was trying to hire Darby from Sting, and he kept going... Uh, who's your boss? He's packed your boss. Who's Why your, you who's your you puppy? Me. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe so, he does after all. So seven recruits ago, so now they're going back to this, but instead of trying to recruit the Lucha Brothers, they're trying to recruit the pack. Long-term storytelling, Jeff. Don't you know this yeah. shit, bro? They've, this is what you call two years in the making. Right, they, they knew the Ring of Honor was going to fold. They knew that Roosh would heal up and he would sign. Genius. Genius, genius, and, and genius. The payoff was great because they reference oh. it in the next show by not referencing it at all. What a payoff! Absolutely. And, and anyway, Pac used the hammer to win the match over the Dark Order, and nobody cares. No, nobody cares about the Dark Order, and nobody I cares. They, I mean, if they didn't win these unimportant titles on this anniversary, they're never going to win a title, and they never should. Never should, and no one cares. And guess what, Jeff? Now. It's time. It's time for <laughs> Battle of the Belts. I mean, shit, I might as well do an intro, but why would I? <laughs> fight night. Why is it fight night? It's it's Battle of the fucking Biz Outs. Friday well, night, Friday live, October. Night. That's why I'm saying fight night. It's your logo. Yes, 11. It's your graphic. 11, actually, it's, well, it's not technically my graphic, but it is now. Because I didn't have time to make any graphics. Well, Diesel didn't ma- have time to do any of that. But uh, it doesn't matter because we're here. Oh, double D. And we're on, and we're on the Hamin Media Group via channelattitude.com because Copyright it's Rampage Uncaged Part 2. Yes, that's right. It is a Battle of the Belts review show right here on channelattitude.com. Two shows for your $5 today, people. Two for one, just like we're getting pack. Two for one. We're getting evil dose. It's all and about the twos. A lot about the Jewish demographics in Australia and <laughs> yeah. how little Jimmy knows about his home country. Uh, how little? Yeah, how little. And so in saying sure that, that yeah. well, let's just start the show, Jeff.
I'm your host Jimmy T. Jeff Lehman's back once again. It is the Battle of the Bouts 4 review show right here on channel2.com, brought to you by Hamin Media Group. And we gotta do it one more time, Jeff. Wow. Wow excited. indeed. I'm excited to get the answer to the battle. <laughs> I'm pumped. It, it had that, that real special feel. <laughs> I'm pumped, bro. Pumped. Because we get Puck once again in a this is so dumb this booking. I don't care what anyone says. Now, why did they do this? Did they realize, or did they, or do you think they, they just uh, didn't realize? I don't know. Um, I think they did it on purpose to make us think that Pac may lose the, the Atlantic title because he's tired. Because yeah. anybody would really care if Trent has a title. Yeah, hug me, bro, or take my hand. Best friends, best friends. Yeah, I couldn't care less. They didn't uh, give the people what they want. They really didn't because uh, Pack ends up defeating Chemperetta to retain the All-Atlantic Championship. The, the highlight here for me was he was supposed to be an exhausted Pack, driving Trent through a table on the outside with a brain buster, but instead Trent's neck impacted near the leg of the table as Pack rolled him back into the ring for the Black Arrow. But... His back was lacerated, dude, pretty bad, actually. Yeah, and it, it looked like too. their heads clashed. Yeah, they, they they hit heads on the way down, and I'm glad you said that because I wasn't the only one that noticed that. They hit heads, man, on the way down. That was a bad spot. Yeah, I, I read somebody's tweet. I can't remember who it was. I would give them credit. They would say that they said Pat's uh, back is thrashed and Trent undid his neck surgery. I don't think it was yeah. that bad, but, but uh, you know. You, you never know. Maybe not for Trent. I think Trent was all right. But look, both of them looked fucked after that. I dare say Pack looked. I'm, I know he's probably working most of it, but in some ways, Pack looks kind of out of it, man. After that, after that spot. I, I don't know. I, I didn't really notice much of any difference, and you know, and he won with a submission. Did he use the? Did he use the the hammer in the summer? The disarmor you're talking about, right? Yeah, but did he use the yeah. hammer in this? The the ring. Yeah, the yeah, he did. Ring? Yeah, yeah he that's this. where he used. That's where he used the hammer. He used in it in this both match. matches. In the first did match, Roosh, Roosh gave it to him. In this match, I think he sort of grabbed it himself and and he then hit it under under his body, and the the ref pretended he didn't see it. And then Orange Cassidy ran in to right beat him up, and then security came in, so the ref wasn't sure where the where it came from. And of course, the Lucha Brothers. You know, they, they even though they were in the back, they couldn't be bothered to come out and help because they are faces. Only, only Pack is a heel, so they, they can't help him against Frey, uh, face. Um, what the hell's his name? Orange Cassidy and no Chuck Taylor. So I guess we should we should be thankful <laughs> for that. And this is where I'm confused, Jeff, because uh, what the fuck, man? Is this going to be a thing? Is he still going to be part of the Death Triangle, or is this put to death? 
I have to believe that there's going to be a schism at some time. I'm just not sure when and what three-person group they're going to do it. I mean, you think it would make sense for it to be Kenny and the Bucks. There's a little history between all of them, and that would be a good time right. to do it if Kenny and the Bucks are, in fact, coming back anytime soon. It doesn't have to be particularly soon. It doesn't have to be. I mean, it's probably been a good 30 days already. It doesn't need to be another two weeks. It doesn't even need to be another four weeks. Uh, they, they could keep this going. I mean, it's not like these belts have any history as to how often they, they should or would be uh, defended. They could throw together teams. They could they could put Billy Gunn with the acclaimed and do that. They you know <laughs> they, they could do any sort of random pairings. They, they've got the trust busters. They've got the little wingmen. They've got the factory. You know, uh, Evil Uno could say, you know, ten. Your inexperience cost us. I'm going <laughs> to step in for the ten. You're inexperienced. <laughs> Sit this one out, kid. <laughs> Do it again, please. One Sit more time. this one out, kid. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Sit this one out, kid. I've got this. I love it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, suits him right. Suits him fucking both right for doing that stupid spot and not doing it properly because mm -hmm. essentially Trent totally pretty much missed the table and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pac was supposed to put Trent through the table. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it didn't work out that way. Anyway, Pac ends up defeating Beretta, retains his, his All-Atlantic Championship, and Orange Cassidy comes out afterwards and chases Pac out of the ring, and that's about it. Pac anyway. Oh, yes, Pac two bouts. Two Pac, right. <laughs> as a so, matter of fact. So, so Orange Cassidy is now going after that bout, the one that Ethan Page identified several weeks ago, but now Ethan Page is somehow sidetracked by Matt Hardy? Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but he wants to delete their faces. You know what? He should. <laughs> Fair point. He should delete his own face too, but that's absolutely. another thing. Clean sweep. <laughs> but anyway, clean absolutely delete. clean sweep for sure. Hey, clean delete. Absolutely. A reformat. He should call himself. It. New faction, <laughs> clean delete. <laughs> clean delete. I like mm -hmm. it. Anyway, Chris Jericho, Matt Maynard, and Angelo Parker interview backstage and say it's time for Daniel Garcia to come back home to the Jazz as Jericho is bringing his Lionheart persona to defeat Danielson in next week's Ring of Honor. Not AEW, but Ring of Honor World Championship match right. of fucking Dynamite. Or is it Ring of Honor television? I don't even know anymore. Nobody it's getting obnoxious, actually, right now at this point. Jeff, as a matter of fact, I feel like the AEW titles have taken a back step in many ways. Um, yes, this is this is one of the many problems that Tony has, is he cannot seem to focus on one promotion. Uh, he still talks about New Japan. and Yes. You know, Frankie Kazarian won a belt in Impact tonight. Uh, Did on, he? Uh, by the way, Impact no. has a, has a pay-per-view. Uh, I think one of their more important pay-per-views going against SmackDown and... Uh, the, the AEW shows, which is stupid, and Frankie Kazarian won a belt, and apparently Bully Ray won something, which I guess is they call call your shot, which I, I guess is like Money in the Bank. I'm not really what? sure. Call your shot? What? Like, yeah. call, like, like, call your shot? Literally, if you know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't think it's what you mean. Um, but it doesn't matter. Because it's <laughs> Bully Ray won. Uh, Shoddy Ray now. 
so yeah, so we got so Bully Ray won something in Impact, and Frankie Kazarian won something. Cool. That that sounds like uh, they're new wrestlers. These guys, right? They're, they're newbies. Yeah, they're not even in, they're not even people with Impact. I mean, Kazarian's on loan from AEW. I mean, the future. It, it, this is why Impact keep losing fans because they don't respect their own promotion. So why should their fans respect their own promotion? Oh, please. They're not losing fans. Come on. Uh, Never. They are. are. Never. Back under 100,000 this week. Yeah, well, speaking of losing fans, Claudio Costagnoli says he'll be waiting next for whoever wins the Ring of Honor World Title match between Jericho and Danielson. Whoopity whoop, whoop, whoop. Chew, Jeff? You had all the appropriate whoops. Oh, whoop, whoop. No whoop ass. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Oh, was Superhuman going to date you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoop, whoop. Anyway, um, next is probably my only highlight of the night, pretty much, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And that's really sort of uh, putting it lightly because really this match kind of was meh. But it was Jade Cargill defeating Willow Nightingale to retain her TBS championship. Um, this wasn't not bad. bad. Not yeah. bad. Absolutely not bad. But for, for, why did Nightingale have to get so much shit in? But I do want to say, Jay Cargill's legitly strong, bro. Very strong. Legitly. Um, I mean, I I think that there was when when she was first taking too much offense from other people. I was very critical of it. Right. I think it's paying off now and now. We know with not every match is going to be a squash match that she might have some six or seven minute matches. Uh, and so she's taken some offense. She's had to come back a few times. Sometimes she cheats, sometimes she doesn't. A lot like the way they, they booked Lashley during his championship run. And I think right. it's okay. I mean, it's it's a little bit silly that it's Willow when it's the third time she's lost to her and Willow doesn't even work for the company. But I right. think that Willow lives in the DC area. So she's probably reasonably priced appearance talent. And people like her. She's She's very charismatic and all that other swell stuff but at the end of the match we get we get the grading excuse me's from vicky guerrero by the way excuse me made in the patties heels vicky guerrero heel thank god no marina shafir anywhere nearby and nyla rose apparently steals the tbs title and runs away with it now listen i am very careful not to poke jokes at Nyla Rose. I am Sorry. very careful Can't not hear you. to say anything <laughs> about her actually being biologically a him. Him? It's, yes, it's thank you. It's pretend I don't care. You know, it's not real sure. sport. It's not even real competition. I don't care. Say that all you want to yourself. Convince yourself all you want, Jeff. It's all uh-huh. good. I'm all for it. But when, when she ran away with the title, she looked very much like a he. <laughs> He, he very much did look like a he. And very and, much uh, like Keenan Thompson. <laughs> and a fat slob version, mind you. Well, Do you see Thompson that shit sting? I mean, he played fat Albert, so, I mean. Hey, hey, hey. hey. But why, well, why, why, is, why is this heel versus heel? Are they going to try and turn Jade face? This is just stupid. I don't know, bro. I t- <laughs> Where's Red Velvet? I thought she was part of the baddies. Well, she got injured, like, uh, again, and apparently it's more serious than one would let on. But AW yeah. doesn't report injuries. They just, just people just... They don't just report get, shit. I mean, you remember legit Layla Hirsch? Who? Exactly. Legit? Mm-hmm. She wasn't legit. I mean, clearly. 
I, I mean, these, these are the, the only the injuries we know of, I mean, are out there. I mean, the bunny apparently got injured a while ago. That's why she never wrestles any longer. <laughs> she's gone the straight back in her hole, bro. She's back in the hole, right? She's, <laughs> yeah. she's keeping the white rabbit warm. warm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Statlander, you know, injured. Back to Ruby, Mars, wherever she Ruby went. Soho broke her nose and had her head injured the same night and needed neck surgery. She's a lot worse than people have realized. She's still fucked up now, Jeff. She had, she had complications. Yeah. yeah, that too. She's got all sorts of complications going oh, really? on. So she's pretty much done, in my opinion. Penelope Ford just came back from Jobber. injury. I mean, there's there's a, a, a million women on that roster that we never see. It's true. Uh, whatever happened to Hikari Shida? Uh, well, we saw her tonight. But we what did. About we did. Where's, where's, where's Riho? I mean, not that I care yeah, about Riho. Riho. The, well, the first Kenny's not around. <laughs> True, but you know how it is. Kenny's not around anymore, so no more Rio. Like, doesn't she and Sheeta like live together in Florida? Cheetah? I don't know. I heard Rio was the one that actually got the house for Rio, apparently, or some shit. You I don't know, Rio's man. Rio's the one that actually got the house for Rio. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, that could be the case too. Right. No, sorry, Sheeta got the house for Rio mm-hmm. in Florida. That's all I know. But other than that, at this point, uh, psh, yeah, they're using the same girls over and over now, Jeff. I mean, mm-hmm. and I understand they're probably the best workers they've got right now, other than Sheeta. And look, Riho is not too Deeb. bad. Sorry, Deeb. I said the women they're currently using now. I know, but are the ones you see every week. Their best work, Sheeta is probably one of their best workers. I know. Did you hear what I said? I meant the the same girls that are being used right now are your best workers. I said. Yeah. All right including Sheeta because we haven't seen her in a while, but she's back anyway. So, yeah, but Riho, I, I would put in that bracket too. Yes, she looks like crap. Yes, she's small, but she can work. you got to give her that. She's, I mean, it's too small to be believable. That's the only problem. That's the issue. But other than that, she can go in the ring. I mean, you got to give her that. And, yeah, I mean, I guess there's no time for everyone else. I mean, look at uh, Nyla Bros. Mm-hmm. I mean, now him or shim, she, she's back, whatever. I don't care if anyone tells me otherwise. He's got a cock, all right? And he fucks women, too. He fucks women. But, uh, I mean, who's the, the Diamante? We saw her once recently. <laughs> Diamante Gonati. From Impact as a... As a touted free agent, great wrestler. She's not even in a wrestling position. Well, she's in other positions. But uh, look, hey, hey. Well, look, you get to see her all the time, though, at least. She's on television, let's be fair. I mean, yeah, she doesn't say much, but she's there, no less. But all the others you mentioned, yeah, where the hell are they? And why, where was Nyla Rose this whole time? I almost forgot about that shit. I mean, they did something a few weeks back. Abaddon. Then you forget about it. Abaddon is Abagon. Don't worry about Abaddon. Paige Van Zandt. Wasn't she supposed to be? Paige Van Zandt. Well, since um, Mr. America Top Team ain't around anymore, there's no room for Paige Van Zandt anymore either, clearly. Hmm. I mean, come on. They're full of shit, this company, Jeff. Come on, bro. They're full of shit. I can't trust a word either of these idiots say. I don't even know what the fuck... WB is way more straightforward with what's going on than AEW is at this point. Seriously. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's it's a joke. It is an mm-hmm. absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Everything's no comment, no comment. Ah, oh, shut right. the fuck up, then. Don't even do anything. Don't even right. do your presses afterwards if you want. If you don't want to be asked questions. Right. Fuck. I'm, I'm very busy, but I always have time to do a podcast with a ten year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, as we said, Cargill ends up getting her belt back in a pretty decent match, and now like she you said, the belt back. The belt. The, the, oh, the belt that's right. Grimace is running away with the belt. Vicky Guerrero comes out with the excuse me gimmick mm-hmm. as Jade is distracted, allowing Nyla Rose to show up and steal the TBS title as she runs away like a thief. Well, sorry, he runs away like a thief. And I want to just say, I guess now Jade is a babyface, surely. I, I, I don't see how. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I, figure I, it I mean, out because that's the only way. I mean, come on. Who? We've got a thief that stole it. So we got one heel stealing another heel's belt. It's AEW. 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 Fight AEW. forever. Yeah. Fight forever. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, the video game coming soon to a console. <laughs> no no, no yeah. name console, but to a console coming soon. Co- soon to a place not near right. you because we don't even have a date yet. So, And it's got it's all not, these wrestlers that, that are not even rain. around right now right. on the but cover. But if you won some award... Oh Jesus! In Germany, of all places, right? How fucking stupid and ridiculous is, is that? A reward with a game that's not even finished yet. How's that even possible? I, well, it might be one of those awards you pay for. <sighs> Maybe, but then why Germany? Why would you pay for Germany? To, to you know what I mean? It just sounds odd. Maybe the rest of the gaming industry actually has some standards or ethics. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm pretty sure it was a I Japanese mean, enough real games developer that they actually sell and get advertising for that the, that somebody buying a three page ad is isn't that big deal to them? Maybe. No, nevertheless, go Deutschland. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we also get as we were sort of alluding to earlier, Matt Hardy, Ethan Page, and Stokely Hathaway arguing about contract tampering backstage. I guess he's supposed to be a little dig at WWE as Matt threatens to delete them. That's right. Yeah. Who cares? Next, we get another stupid segment where we get Hook is interviewed about what was inside the trust busted envelope. He pulls out the unopened envelope, rips it in half and walks off. First of all, I don't blame Hook for doing that. Second of all, can we already have these weird... Uh, God, I'm going to say something bad. I'm trying mm-hmm. not to. But can we get these guys away already? Which guys? Trust busters. Trust busters. That oh, they're is. terrible. The ones that are trying to... I mean, another recruiting segment, another recruiting segment by losers trying to go after a winner. And I they're mean, weirdos, mind you, Jeff. And and they're weirdos, and Hook's a weirdo, and he's <laughs> blowing off poor Lexi. I mean... Which, I know. Maybe he's into call. the trust busters instead. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, he like, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's he like, hooked. Ooh. Ooh, to Sunny Kiss of all people. They've got their hooks in him. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, hook anything else continues. to say? Yeah, hooks continues to be a man of mystery, but no, this is this is just more silliness. So, hook, you know, is there any job faction that, that hook hasn't been through? He, he went through Nemeth, so he's part of the, uh, <laughs> the, the workmen or the wingmen or both. He went through the factory, sort of. Now he's working his way through the trust busters. He's he's been through Nice, you know. So he's been through the Mark Sperling or Sterling. Sperling. Yeah. Sp- Spalding. Mark Spalding. Was it that? Or... 
Right. I, I don't even remember, but yeah, sperm ling, maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, look, man, you know what I'm starting to realize though, Jeff, before we get to the main event? I'm starting to realize that TK must be doing all this because of his upbringing. So he must have hanged around with a bunch of uh, gay dudes. Nothing wrong. And there, you know, your trust busters and Nyla Roses. And he was into that stuff for a little bit, but then he got over it. And then he went with like, you know, the big sort of, uh, well, he thought he was friends with like the jocks of the school. But then they bullied him and took his lunch money and whatnot. I don't know, man. It just seems like a weird fantasy of TK's with the way and what he's booking and what factions he's creating. It's starting to become bizarre world in AEW, dude. I don't know. All I know is that kids of billionaires don't get bullied. It depends. Yeah, no. doesn't happen. Okay. I mean, look at TK. I didn't care how much money he was coming from. You're telling me you wouldn't slap him as a kid? Imagine him as a kid. You'd slap him, but you would lose your arm in a in a strange accident would. when you got visited right. by a bunch of men in well fitting dark suits. Well, speaking of that, there was a there was a guy that uh, was giving shit to a rich kid. Funny enough, in school in mm-hmm. in the US, and guess what happened to him for in doing the US that? Or in Australia, in the US, not Australia. This is in the US, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what happened to him for bullying a little rich kid? Uh, he got expelled from school and canceled. Close. Not only did he get expelled from school, he got expelled from Earth. He got he got picked up by aliens, I kid you not, <laughs> and got sent to Mars somehow, and was working for the uh, for the U.S. government or the army or the, whatever the military. Jimmy, I think your medicine wore off. I'm, <laughs> I'm not joking. That's what that's. Exa- I forgot his first name, but his last name's Rodriguez. Look I him think up. This was part of a C.S. Lewis novel. No, no, no. This is supposed to be true, but uh, whether oh, it's true, well, or not, sure it's, it's not supposed to be true. It's supposed to be true. It's it's mm-hmm. labeled as true, but uh, whether it is true, labeled is a whole other story. True. I'm talking about by the guy himself. Don't don't quote oh. me. I'm telling you, that's what happened when he bullied is, a rich is it, kid. Is it you know? Is it labeled by true by some of those three extra million Australians in Melbourne? Oh my God! Why are you why are you giving me shit? This guy's American. You shouldn't be giving me shit. We don't come well, up with you're this the one reporting outrageous it stories. And it's true. I I didn't I didn't say it was true. I'm being sarcastic that it's true. Like he claims it's true. Mm-hmm. Come on, Jeff. God damn you, man. Make me look look like a freak now, like some psycho, sicko. Anyway, speaking of sick, we got the main event next, Jeff. So yes. we, got, we got a couple teams here for the Ring of Honor couple. titles, not not the other titles. The Embassy. No. <laughs> Ring of Honor. Embassy. Yeah, so we've got and the, the Gates of Agony. The Gates and not of to Agony. mention, That's right. fuck the Revival. That's right. What names have these guys got? Huh? Like all of them. Gates of Agony Gates of and your asshole. Who, I mean, who apparently and, now is from Cameroon. I'm pretty sure that when Cameroon. I met him, he's from Washington D.C. He's um, definitely from Washington D.C. And and Toa Leone, the uh, the Samoan lion, um, the Us, right? And <laughs> they fought FTR in what was not a terrible match, but not a great match. It, it wasn't was great. Slow. I fell asleep. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep. It was Lord plodding. It looked like Lord they were Joe, ladies and gentlemen. And the the I don't think the finish was supposed to be the finish, and then oh, Brian Cage came down at very low speeds to to because those jeans, bro. 
You know what got my attention? Those fucking jeans he was wearing, his legs looked so fucking huge in those jeans. He couldn't move, bro. Have you ever cut, seen a hoodie cut like that? None. Yeah, no, actually, I've got a hoodie that's cut like that. I, I sometimes wear it on the wow. show. I'll I'll wear it the next show. So, you know, yeah, there is hoodies uh, I don't think that are cut like that. Cut just like that one. Yeah, um, yes, I do, but I just don't look as good. <laughs> I don't know why you I laughed do. at that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I just did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he came out, and, and then it was three on two, and if you count Prince Nan, it's four on two. So then Wardlow comes out looking like he just came off the golf course in like a golf shirt <laughs> and slacks and loafers. Yep. Uh, and and he's so the fa- the the giant face comes out, but no, it, it's three on three, but that's not enough. It's the, the heels are still getting over on, on the faces. Our heroes, the tag team champions with three different tag team titles and the TNT champion are are still getting beat up until Samoa yep. Joe comes out. So the faces outnumber their heels four Always. to three and that's how they win with the only one who seems to be effective being samoa joe which is fine i like joe but like the whole point of this isn't to get the old guy who's already over over the whole point is to is to get the glam back on wardlow because he lost the spotlight and everything went wrong and you're making Please. things worse like it was just him and ftr okay they, they can share the spotlight but they're both sort of you know, sort of in the same position. They both have secondary titles, and it's fine. They we've established they have some history with each other now. But this thing with Joe only gets Joe over. Uh, yes, or Joe Wardlow rescue. Have Joe come out first, and him be the one that's not effective, and then have Wardlow rescue them all. It's all about the Ward Joes, Jeff. All, all about the Ward Joes. Oh, but on a, on a funny note, um, the girls went crazy when he took his shirt off, and I'm talking about Wardlow. Are you sure it was the girls? It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it could have been Nyla Rose and uh, Sunny kissing the crowd for you know. Oh, and I wanted to point out: Did you see he was in the crowd, dressed up as certain wrestlers? Oh yeah, the the Gun Boys were dressed yes. as uh, one member of FTR, and I think the lead singer of Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> Why do they continue to do this? They're fucking such marktards, acting I like they're know. fans. They, they oh, think come it's on, funny. man. Well, it's not fucking funny. But anyway, this show wasn't funny. This show was putting me to sleep. And just to quickly end it off, I want to say, Brian Cage, don't wear jeans again, please. And some old Joe, don't wear jeans again, because God damn it, those thunder thighs. I don't know, man. <laughs> he looks funny in jeans, but it is what it is. Ah, this is just a weird show. This, it's. This was not a special, special. Nah, it, it was, was special, all right, if you get my I drift, mean, wink, wink. Like, if this was special to make it to be a special two-hour rampage, it, it wouldn't have been a very special second hour. It would have been a bad fucking rampage still. Yeah, and if this was a standalone battle of the belts, and I don't know when he got the word, this this would not have this would not have made anyone particularly happy. be very interested to see the numbers on this. They, I mean, Rampage has been doing a lot worse than dynamite has been numbers wise um though the funny thing is even though viewership is going up with dynamite the demo keeps going down but nobody's talking about that anymore they're still they're only talking about viewership now it's it's funny how that works but by the way but i agree with them viewership is what matters the demo doesn't matter and numbers these small and the demo doesn't matter because yeah. it's only people my age that watch tv so um <laughs> anyway 
but That's... this, I'd have to give this effort a like a, a C, C minus overall. I'll give this an F for fucking fail, fail. All right, because no, yes, it was, I mean, it was that bad. Because I'm sick of these Battle of the Bout specials being hyped up as they're they're hyping it up like it's some big fucking deal, and it always ends up disappointing me, man. So F for failure especially when it comes to battle of the bouts and that's just my opinion just saying jimmy knows best remember jeff it's true i'm not you, you know <laughs> best you know the population of melbourne you, you know how many greeks there are in the world yeah you, i i know everything else around the world except for my own country okay give me cut your, me some your, slack your expertise is legendary um yeah <laughs> you know so i'm good I, jeff today was just I, a slip up <laughs> yeah folks i hope that you didn't watch rampage and battle of the belts but i hope you watch this and i hope that we made it so that you don't have to watch rampage or battle of the belts you really didn't miss anything at all and there were places where they could have advanced stories in some meaningful way and chose not to for reasons unbeknownst to me spot on man very true but before we go jeff as per usual tell them where they can find you man Icarus Fell, that's my Twitter. Feel free to follow Icarus me. Fell. Yeah, you can Absolutely. find a couple of my shows on Humming Media Group. You can find all my shows on the PWC Network. Some, sometimes I'm on PW Hustle as well, and uh, sometimes I'm on Channel Attitude when Humming cross pollinates there. Um, well, you are right now, Jeff. Channelattitude.com. Right, right now. What Absolutely. up, all? Uh, what up, Vince Russo? What's up, yeah, what up Vince? Uh, <laughs> word. Um, uh, Garden of oh, Hammerlock Hangover, my wrestling podcast that doesn't involve Jimmy. Um, with big well, sometimes, some, yeah, actually, right. you, you've been on three or four times now, um, right. and recently, uh, non wrestling Garden of Doom, which is a cult esoteric, uh, theosophy, religion, theology, uh, uh, mythology, things that go bump in the night, scary stories, some pop culture. A uh, lot of Nephilim, a lot of Fallen Angels, a lot of Anunnaki and the Voodoo and things like that. So check that shit out. Garden View is more topical. Um, shows like about the moon, but also a lot, of, a lot of legal stuff. Two shows on intellectual property, one on cannabis law, a whole bunch of stuff for law of the space or law of space and the laws of Earth extrapolating to space. And soon to come, a law on death and taxes and more specifically, when the two meet. <laughs> when you die, especially. Right. Once you die, death in Texas is what and, happens. But anyway, how you plan to avoid them before you die. Before you die. So I was meant to say, yeah, I fucked that one up. As I fucked up everything, give me some slack. It's <laughs> been a long day of shows today. But if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com for five bucks you get to hear us talk about all things AEW. Also, please like and subscribe to pwcnetwork.podbean.com. As Jeff said, you'll find us all our shows right there on the PWC Network. And the hustle, theblowoffpod.com. And am I missing anything? I don't think so. But, oh, yes. I mean, mediagroup.podbean.com via channelattitude.com. But in saying that, I'm your host, Jimmy T. He's my co-host, the evil two-pack hammer, evil dose, Jeff Lippman. And you've been listening and watching the HMG, ChannelAttitude.com, Rampage Uncaged, and Battle of the Pouts Review Show 
right here on channelattitude.com. I guess it's a bye. See ya. Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? Stay evil, my friends. Boom.
roaches in my ashtray and roaches in my cereal. Air Force knockoffs with the Gucci print material. Way before the iPhones, Twitter, Graham socials. I'm talking about Nextel, Chirps, Boost, Mobiles. Back when the face that was for OG killers. Now I'm seeing teardrops on you SoundCloud niggas. Remember back when music had content and metaphors. Way before the mumble nonsense and popping handlebars. All these rappers, junkies talking like they dope dealers. One song can scam mother, next song they killers. First time I shot the gun, the neighbors called the people. I was watching 12 search for shells like Easter. That's around the time they shot my daddy for the rollie. Around the same time, AI lost to Kobe. Platinum Fubu Summers rocking iceberg in the winter. Throwback headbands in them spree world spinners. Fucking the computers using line while your bed shut. Bootlegging boosters selling CDs at the daycare. Saving up Walla Bean bag for my stash spot. Mama still ask me how the fuck I get that Xbox. Around the first time I saw my uncle smoking crack rock. Getting Flintstones, smoking pebbles like it's bedrock. Around the same time my boss was scamming on that laptop. Still remember when my uncle Sydney took that headshot. I was trying to get through Jordan 17 dead stop. Used to hoop dream, pushing rock on a black top. Started home invading, picking combination padlocks. Putting crack rock in a figure four leg lock. I was hella young, watching Triple H and Rig Fluff. Bust my head open, play fighting with a steel chip. Trying to be a wrestler, almost put me in a wheelchair. Thankful for that Medicare welfare hell. Remember roaches in my ashtray and roaches in my cereal. Air Force knockouts with the Gucci print material. Way before the iPhones, Twitter, Graham socials. I'm talking about next till Chirps and Boost Mobile. Back when the face that was for OG killers. Now I'm seeing teardrops on you SoundCloud niggas. Remember back when music had content and metaphors. Way before the mumble nonsense and popping handlebars. Nowadays I can't even walk in the stove without these crazy ass friends or bopping assholes. Back in old four, a hole said I wouldn't blow. Now every show I go, three or four, give me dome. I was up in Vegas at the May with a party. Then my mama called me by Hurricane Harvey. Say that house got flooded, water covered up the sofa. Impala Range Rover, she need me to come over. Knowing it's over, it was fucking up my night. Like they gon' be alright. Tomorrow book a flight. Woke up 40 minutes call, she was calling all night. Said there's no more foot of license, she been fighting for her life. Told Toby, book the plane, I gotta be there by the night. But all this hurricane rain made the airport cancel flights. I'm like, what the fuck? How? I'm thinking like, wow, praying that she don't drown. Dear Lord, just get her out. She worked her whole life to move the family out the hood. Just to lose everything she had in the flood. Donald Trump and Red Cross acting like some hoes. People drowning in their homes because they couldn't get a boat. Pops got a bad heart. Last year he had a stroke. In his bed off meds. Couldn't swim, sink, or float. On the roof for three days before rescued by FEMA. Twelve years later, same day as Katrina. If you was in my shoes, you would probably be stressing. But sometimes God here, bless you and test you. Every day I say my grace because I could have lost my people. I still got cases, me and my brothers fighting Rico. 600K for the Bell Bonds people. Another 100K, I pray my lawyer got the cheat code. Organized crime, dope and money lender. 599, and that's the only offer. I remember when you were a little boy, you used to tell me, jump me to sheep. Every time you say, we say, jump me to sheep. That is, jump me, rock you to sleep. I used to rock you to sleep. And you, you know, you've always been a big boy.
Pocket. Pull your pants up, boy. But you know what, Pocket? I'm so proud of you. You came a long way. Keep it up with your music. You're doing good. Keep doing you. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.